against the lots, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Producer Babyface Solomon and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Tuesday morning, lots of news, lots of news. First of all, the Parlay Kid, congratulations, named new head coach of Bishop Sycamore High School football team. You could just turn it around, right? I mean, you can't be any worse. Well, yeah, and I and I and uh, you know, I have a relationship with the former coach there, actually. So and this uh, is an actual thing here. We're not making this up. The coach, well, I mean, you could say his name, right? You went to, you didn't coach him. Yeah, Brother Leroy, Bride played uh, with him, Leroy, right? Roy Johnson. Okay. Uh, was the head coach of this, uh, I guess, semi-fictitious team. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian, brother Brian, actually graduated high school with them, played football with them. Uh, we go <laughs> way back, uh, grew up in the same neighborhood as us. So That's um, so funny. It, he, it's, uh, he brings this team that's not even really a team to ESPN. He says, you guys are going to be on TV, and they get their asses kicked. And now ESPN has egg on their face. I think they should own it. They should make the 30 for 30. Like, all right, we'll get in front of it. We're going to get behind the scenes. But, Brian, yeah, this guy, he played with you. I mean, I don't know if Andal didn't have him listed as first coach fired, but um, I think that's where we sit right now. <laughs> well, I feel bad. I, I, I actually really, I, I did love Leroy. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say I'm necessarily... Totally. I love surprised. him. I love him now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should give him a little <laughs> bit of credit. I should. We shouldn't say. You know, I'm not sitting here totally surprised by this. I mean. Yeah. You know, he was a he was a great bullshit artist, but I still loved him. <laughs> um, but it's funny. the The best part about this whole story, um, and maybe you know, maybe we can get an s- exclusive interview with him at some point. I would love to do that. But yeah. The best part around. about this story is like when we were out of high school, we were like. I don't know, 26, 27, and I was going to some, we would go back to the high school games. Darren was probably coaching. And mm. like, I would see Leroy up there, and Leroy would, Leroy would have like a bunch of us together and be like, guys, I'm thinking of putting together like, like us versus Harborfield. So he wanted to put together like a grown ass adult league, football league. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he was reminiscing about the high school days. So it's funny that, uh, it's funny <laughs> that this team may or may not have had like 21 or 22 year olds on this uh, high school. He did team it. Because this he is pulled kind it of off. What, we wanted to do it, or he was. That's wanted. unbelievable. That is unbelievable. <laughs> also unbelievable on this Tuesday morning, Cam Newton cut, straight out cut. There you go, by the New England Patriots. Mac Jones is now the starter. Uh, does it have anything to do with COVID and the protocols? I think yes. I think he definitely would have still been on the opening day roster had it, these uh, protocols not been in place, where if you're near someone and you're unvaccinated, you, you know, you have to sit 10 days. And if you get anyone, uh, I, it's just a mess. It's going to be worse, I think, than last year. And I know the way, all the Patriots fans, Simmons, Hench, uh, they're going nuts. It's like it's like crack to them that Mac Jones was named the starter. Um, now 5-1, to one, just behind Trevor Lawrence. So I think it's plus 350 on FanDuel to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Harry, jump in here. Are you going Mac Jones? Boy, that is something else. But no, I'm not. I'm still not going to go Mac Jones. I'm still not convinced about their overall offense on the Patriots. Uh, I still like uh, I like Najee Harris at plus nine hundred. Still nine to one 
Um, I know the Steelers were last uh, running the ball last year, but offensive line is supposed to be a little bit better, and he was fantastic at Bama. And I said, Sal, I know you're big on Pitts, too, at, at Atlanta at 11-1. to 1. He could just have a monster season with uh, uh, Matt Ryan and, uh, and Calvin Ridley. And maybe even Zach Wilson, another quarterback in the AFC. He's at 7-1. to 1. Play, Looked pretty good in the preseason. I'm looking at him a little bit, too, to improve with the Jets. Well, that's what I, I had Zach Wilson. I just think a sheer tonnage. He's going to get the reps. When you know, I wasn't sure. Yep. I know Lawrence was going to start, too. But now... And I love Pitts, but I think it kind of has to be a quarterback now, Parley Kid. How about these Patriots, though? I like the story, except if the freaking Patriots win the Super Bowl again. I don't want this. Nobody wants well, this. I want the kid to be good, but not on the Patriots. Well, uh, I've been giving out the Pats uh, for months yeah. now, really, since we first started. Had, had you know them as the long shot favorites. We love them over nine and a half. Super Bowl. Yep. Bill Oof. Belichick, coach of the year. Uh, I like this move. Uh, Matt Jones, is uh, he won the spot, right? He won the spot. He was great in the preseason. But I still like, uh, if I were to pick an offensive rookie of the year, I'm going to still go with somebody I took in one of our drafts last night in terms of uh, this, um, what, what would you call it? Uh, we had a futures draft. Futures draft, yes, which we'll get into. But, yeah, yep. I took Lawrence at plus 350 in it last night, and he's still plus 350 today. He's playing from day one. He's going to put up good numbers. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to roll with him still, but uh, Mac Jones, I'm, I'm very excited to see what the Patriots do this I year. I hate how happy the Patriots fans are. Mm. Brian, I think it's at, week one is great uh, because it's week one anyway, but now, not that it wasn't a big game before, but Patriots-Dolphins week one now is huge. I, it's going to be tough for the loser of that game to rebound um, in that division, in that AFC, uh, but you like Mac Jones at 5-1? to one? Um. I like him. I'm a little disappointed. The only thing is with the odds, like Mac Jones dropped, but everybody else is roughly the same. I mean, if right. those other guys went up a little bit, I'd, I'd probably maybe jump on one of the other guys. I, I guess the question is, are you gonna, are you gonna, you know, a guy like Lawrence who maybe puts up good stats, or you know Wilson who just by volume puts up good stats, or Mac Jones going 16 and one, whether or not you think that's, uh, <laughs> whether or not you, right, you right, for right. that for rookie of the year, but uh I don't know. You don't I, have I, to take it. We don't I'm, have to I'm take a little, it. You know, I'm rooting. For, I'm, you know, that's the thing. I'm rooting. I like all of these quarterbacks. I'm rooting for every one of these quarterbacks. It's like yeah. last year. There's these quarterbacks. You said this years ago, but these quarterbacks who come in now are just all ready for the NFL. They're all, right. you know, they're all likable. They make, you know, that's why I want a new, I want a new quarterback. But it's a little upsetting that the Pats, we're able to get Mac Jones where they got him. I know. I'm, I'm pissed off at that. Like he shouldn't. I mean, not that I wanted him in Denver or wherever, but but shit, couldn't he be somewhere else? But I yeah, was I, uh, I, I was joking, uh, half joking. Like he's going to be a cowboy now, isn't he, Cam Newton? But you know, I think they would snatch him in a second if not for this COVID thing, and he wouldn't have been right. cut if not for this COVID thing too. Like because you could jeopardize the team without even stepping on the field. Um, you know, just with the scarves alone. Um, I thought it would be rough. But babyface Joel Solomon, you have thoughts on this? You were very excited about this. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited because, uh, you know, Cam Newton now can concentrate on the outfits. And uh, this is – it's just good. It's good for the fashion industry. Yeah, it would be good if Mac Jones, like, <laughs> uh, adapted his uh, persona. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be just a rubbing in? Um, we did uh, – Parley Kid alluded to this. We had the extra points, sports betting props – league uh nfl 20. we did this in february i don't know what we call it but uh how many of us were there about 11 of us we get together spaghetti meatballs baby faces on the degenerate trifecta me uh martin weiss 
picked first. You have a $300 round, a $200 round, $150, $100, then $100, and then $50. You do nine rounds, and then you pick a parlay. It sounds confusing, but it's not. It's in snake order. Martin Weiss goes first. He takes Jacksonville Jaguars to have the worst regular season record. So you'll get odds on that for your $300. Parlay Kid goes Ram Super Bowl champ. I'm not going to read all of these. Spaghetti goes Bama NCAA football champs. Uh, Bry goes Patrick Mahomes uh, and then, you know, someone the hench took the Yankees to win the World Series because he likes to profit off his misery. Harry, you took the Vikings to win the NFC North, so Harry is out of it already. It hasn't even started. I took the Rams number one seed. It's just so much fun. Jen Piacenti takes Otani for AL MVP. The pain in the ass of this, our, our guy Toby uh, put this uh, spreadsheet together, and that is it. But it's a lot of fun, right, Parley Kid? This is uh, it's so a nice, it's, 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 it's over it's, in an hour and a half, too. Which, it's which is great. Good. It's yeah. great. I just, there's so much to sift through. Yeah. And yet Damashek and Hench can't stop. They I don't know how they do it when they. Talking. Uh, right? There's so many picks to sift through. Right. And these guys just keep going and going and going. Yeah. Like, right? Like the whole time. <laughs> I, I'm just like concentrating on my picks. And these guys, they're hilarious. <laughs> Spaghetti has this trouble every Thursday, right? Spaghetti <laughs> gives them an outline, and they keep going and going and going, and you never get to anything, right, Spaghetti? Yeah, I, I, it's better off just deleting my email with the outline in it because they're going to obviously choose what they want to talk about, but it, it's fine. I have to like, like learn to rein them in. I feel like Santa Claus on a reindeer sled, just like pulling the reins, like, come on, guys, keep it to 60 minutes. But, yeah, it's something else. Oh, fruit and the Yankees and all sorts of talk and what uh, Vegas. I, 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 do, no. I do love just Sheck's, like, accent when he says the fruit. He's like, strawberries. Like, just like this. <laughs> so I could listen to that all day. That was pretty funny. You can and you will because he doesn't give anyone a choice. All right, right now it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the Jenner trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Yes, it's a bed ache. It's many, many bed aches. It doesn't end, and it's just beginning with NFL coming up. But, uh, yes, Parley Kid and I had the same bed ache. Let's start it off. Bed aches, by the way, brought to you by our friends at PropSwap. But let's start it off, Parley Kid. I sent you guys a text Saturday afternoon. I said, <laughs> UFC, there's a minus 620, a minus 560, and a minus 405. Going to be a great night for me with uh, multiple exclamation points. Uh, and uh, I was, of course, being sarcastic. Like, yeah, I'm going to parlay them together. It's going to get minus 150, and one of them's going to lose. And sure <laughs> enough, that's exactly what happened. Uh, J.J. Aldrich wins 30-27. Petrosky wins easily. And Mahmoud Muradov, is that his name? This UFC creep goes in there <laughs> winning, dominating the first round. Parlay kid, he gets choked out in the second round. I mean, that, that's and it, it killed me. Killed me, and then then free fall the whole rest of the weekend. Yeah, I actually had him uh, on a parlay from about a month ago Ugh. when he was. I'm not sure what you got him at. Uh, I had originally got him at minus four oh five. Uh, by the time I think the fight was going off, it, I think it was like minus seven thirty five. Yeah, I got like him at minus six twenty. But yeah, he was right, right. way so way higher. So he kept higher going. I mean, he everybody was putting. <laughs> Uh, money. Yeah. I thought everybody thought this was an easy one. Um, and yeah, I think Brian at one point said 
he was probably like minus 5,000, like halfway through oh, the first Jesus. round. Like he was dominating, just dominating the fight. And uh, as we see once every so often in the UFC as a fight goes like that, and hopefully you just hope that uh, you weren't on the wrong side of it. But I had him on three different parlays to finish, to finish parlays off, not just in the mm. middle of a parlay. He was my last leg of three different parlays. That sucks. Uh, wow. Cost me on every single one of them. Uh, it was, oh, what a brutal How hard is it to not get choked out? Like, can, could you st just staple your chin to the top of your chest there, <laughs> to your solar plexus or something? It just, come on. I hate it. It's, oh, what a helpless feeling when your guy's uh, getting choked so, out. It was so helpless. and To, to finish uh, off a parlay. Gross. Oh. Gross. But Speaking you of, know what, Sal? Yeah. We, it's, it happens in other sports, but. No, yeah, I know that one. That one hurt because it just it seemed like how much parlay kid. How much did that cost you overall total wise? Money? I mean, overall, it probably uh, between you know actually the money I lost compared to what I won. It was probably like an eight hundred dollar swing. Jeez, mm. sucks. You yeah. know, I mean, for me, sucks. you know, for me, that's a lot. That's I mean, a lot. Me, Sal, Sal might have was more. Sal yeah, probably I, I, was I, a lot more. <laughs> I just had put my head down and went. I was like, I want to win money on this Saturday with these guys that I have no idea who they are. And uh, those numbers, <laughs> minus 620, minus 560, minus 405. As Parley Kid said, it, it, it went even further north than that. They were in the minus yeah. 700s by the time um, Buffer did his thing. But anyway, all right, Harry, hit us uh, with something. Uh, what are you, you had football and baseball? Uh, I can't even I, keep track anymore. Yeah, I had. Well, first, uh, I do have a terrible, terrible that you'll never see ever again, probably bad beat. I'll get that to that in a second. But I had probably two of the worst totals or two, two of the worst bets where I pushed on that you'll ever see on Wednesday. I'll get back to this game for my best bet, my, my, my bet ache. But under eight on Wednesday, I had the uh, Padres and Dodgers. I had under eight, one, one heading to the 15th. 1-1, one, one, and the Padres <laughs> for the entire game, entire game, Padres, for 16 innings, had four hits. And I and it lands 5-3 with, of course, in the 15th, Dodgers get two, so it's 3-1. Tatis hits a two-run homer <laughs> to tie it at three. Now we go to the 16th, and I'm Love still it. got under eight. Pollock hits a two-run homer, and I get a push there in 16 innings. Like I said, Padres had four hits for the entire game. And also on Saturday, which cost me on a parlay a profit. Well, it didn't cost me on the parlay, but it cost me a profit of 200. That Eagles-Jets game, I had Eagles money line at plus 165. The Hail Mary by the Jets, the two-point conversion that the referees ruled he was down originally, and then they raised their arms up and gave him the two points. Meanwhile, the Hail Mary was ridiculous in the first place because I, when I was checking the scores and everything, Jets turned the ball over with a minute 30 to go, and I think they had two timeouts left, so I don't even know how they got the ball back. I, that's why I didn't even check. <laughs> and then I see 31-31, and I'm like, Holy you got crap. to be kidding me. So, you but, benefited but from that, the Hail Mary, too. You had your dumb Giants at a Hail Mary. I, I did. I did, but still. <laughs> and then he doesn't get listen, the two-point conversion. Right. Then he then didn't. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, and that was an extra points pick when I, instead of taking the uh, plus three, I yes. take. Uh, but anyway. I should mention but, that these guys, these guys get picks every day on extrapoints.com. Harry's won, I don't know, 13 or 14 out of the last <laughs> 70 days. I can't. It's hard to keep track. It's, it's actually right. not. It's, it's right. what Brian does best. He keeps track um, of Harry. Yeah, I've, I've kind of lost. I lost it a little bit. Is it 14 
Is it yeah, 1452 yeah. and one or 1451? Woo! Whatever. Nice. Nice. Listen, I, it's up, I had to go. It's up to I, 52, I, I, I think, bro. I had to go U.S. tennis, U.S. Open tennis today for my pick. But anyways, my real betting <laughs> here it is. Like I had that same that same Padre Dodger game on Wednesday that went 16 innings. I had a three-team player parlay. Okay, and I had of all people Corey Seager and Manny Machado. Under one and a half total bases. Would you imagine two all-stars for the whole 16 innings? They go 0 for 11 combined. <laughs> I'm watching 0 for 11 combined with three walks. And walks don't count, obviously. So I somehow pull those two out. But I've got Jake Cronenworth of the Padres over oh, just a half. Jesus. Just a half. And now, mind you, he's 0 for 4 when the top of the uh, bottom of the ninth hits. Bottom of the ninth, he's 0 for 4. But the way it works, uh, you know, in terms of the situation there... There was a runner at second, so obviously they can walk him. So they walk him mm-hmm. to get to the next guy. So, okay, I get screwed in the ninth inning for that, that, that at bat. But now with the game going into the, now it's the 12th inning, and with the pitcher batting in the order and the double switches, oh now Cronenworth, who bats fourth in the lineup, the pitcher's spot is now fifth. So they automatically walk Cronenworth because they go to the pitcher who who, uh, who was pitching and batting in that spot. So I don't get in the bat in the twelfth, and then the same thing happens again in the fifteenth. Oh, and crap. I and I lose the bat. You lost. I mean, look, but it has a happy ending, right? You lost. No, and I lost. Yeah, <laughs> for you, it's a happy ending. I lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for four, I get three bats and yeah. six more innings, and I don't really get All in the right. bat. For those scoring at home, Harry got screwed in the ninth, and the eleventh, the twelfth, and the fifteenth. I think that's what, right? Pretty that's much. basically yeah. what happened. Yeah. I, we were discussing the uh, back to the betting the under in a game and it, it, it's shooting over and extra innings. We were talking about this during our draft yesterday. And Hench was like, why is it just because putting a runner on second, our team scoring three runs? Like every every game, like just just from the runner on second. I don't even remember seeing it this much well, last year. That, uh, But right. these are flying over. I wonder if the play is if you absolutely must bet an under in these games, Harry, and you don't have to. To also the bet the game, innings. no, to bet the game to go to extra innings. Also, what do you get mm. on typically three to one or four to one? Yeah, sometimes three. Yeah, sometimes four to one, depending on the yeah. if it's a big matchup or not. All right, all right, I mean, Brian, brutal. I know. Let's let Harry catch his breath, Brian. Uh, dig us Harry, out here, Harry. Those are great. I do love. Uh, I love when Harry we get the, these bet aches in text form though from Harry because like yeah. you're trying to understand what really happened and they're so long and you're just like ah did he win you know what the, he, you know what happened he, you know everything he Brian he has a <laughs> you memorized. know it all like, Brian I mean Cronin. if you went to like a Gambler's Anonymous meeting and he like he had the floor and he was like speaking in front of everyone he could just rattle these off for like an hour and people were maybe like, I'll, oh, maybe stop. I'll I'll That's never a, do it again. I promise. I'll never. Maybe I'll board. try. Maybe I'll try That's that. That's a good idea. You I think should we try. should have him do that. Yeah, we should have him do that. Like go to school, like that board, school board meeting <laughs> prank. We should just have Harry go and just start right <laughs> giving off his betting losses. Yeah. Um, so for my betting, I'm gonna go. Well, I feel bad. We had uh, another another guest of ours, Tyrone Woodley. Um, my what streak, the hell? My streak continues. So betting on or against guests. I don't know. I told you last time. I'm like 0 and 6. Now I'm like. Oh, and seven. Uh, I feel bad. Like, I don't know. What do we make of that fight? Woodley, he didn't look bad. Like, he looked like a boxer, right? He just, I mean, the the, the issue always with Woodley has been his his volume, right? It's just, he just does not throw enough Yeah, punches. he's tentative, and he gets he's, he gets the job done in UFC, and that's kind of what we liked and didn't like about betting on, on Woodley, and uh, we thank him for coming on the show. But, yeah, we've hit some kind of streak between Freddie Roach and Pacquiao and Woodley now. 
Uh, we, we need to get it back. I don't yeah, want to like be he, the jinxed podcast. Yeah, yeah he was just, I, I mean, he was definitely cautious. You, you think these guys come in and they're like, the one thing that I can't do is get knocked out by Jake Paul. Like, right. you know, but um, yeah, he walked him down pretty much the whole fight and he just never cut off the angles well. And, and Paul, even Paul walking around, he looked really tired starting in the fourth round. And then he was kind of walking around very sl- sloppy, right? He was just mm-hmm. moving around the ring. So. Uh, probably he scored I, the best shot of the fight, definitely. Oh uh, yeah, really, right. I maybe if there's 30 more seconds in that round, maybe he finished. Yeah, it, but who knows? I know uh, he was busy doing. You know, he was doing this instead of maybe throwing some punches. But god damn it! Well, at least I guess we don't. We're not supposed to see Jake Paul, right? That's not it. For, he retired. How do I explain to my seven year old? Sorry, I never got to take you to see Jake Paul fight. It's, it's very <laughs> sad. It very is. It really is. But yeah, he claims he's retired. I asked Mikey Meatballs yesterday on extra points. He didn't know the answer, but. And I guess it doesn't matter if he's retired, but yeah, sure. Keep fighting guys who the thing isn't boxing, right? Like I was, I was saying to Meatball and Damashek yesterday, I was like, this is like going against an Olympic diver, a gold medalist diver and saying, hey, I beat him in a, in a swimming race. And it's like, well, it's, it's not the same thing. Like, yeah, it is. They both make their way in the pools. Like, no, one's a boxer, one's a wrestler. He can keep beating these wrestlers, Jake Paul. But Paulie Kid, real quick, what do you think? If Jake Paul just went against a regular cruiserweight whose record was four and ten, wouldn't he lose? I, I would say there's no doubt he would lose. I, I would say that too, but I don't yeah, know. I can't. What do we do? <laughs> you know, I've I've heard some people say that he's actually, you know, a decent boxer. Like his technique is okay, and yeah. Uh, but I would just think. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, it's kind of like just in, in any other sport. If you were to just put like a pro against an amateur, right? Like right. a pro is going to. I mean, he's at best like an amateur boxer, right? Well, and that's the thing. Everyone, any, everyone concluded. I, at least we now could say he's a real boxer. It's like I don't. Can we until he fights a real boxer? I, I, I agree. I don't think you can make. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's he's been very smart of who he's picked to fight. Yeah. Right. Like it's some very right. good uh, strategically uh, placed opponents for himself. Yeah. To, uh, and, uh, he's, hey, look, it's all about money, right? He's made some good money off this, but they are. A yeah, money I think machine, so, I, you're right. I think you could take somebody that was probably like under 500 that would put a put. Well, a that's what down, I mean. Right? Like he'd say he wouldn't be in the top 100 cruiserweights. I don't think. I can't boxing. imagine. No, yeah. I can't imagine. Right. All right. Play the music, Mikey Meatballs. Being a bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. Bad eggs brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com, which is filled with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value, browse the activity feed to stay in the know, a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash, and much more. And now it's time for the return of the extra prop of the week. College football kicks off in earnest this week, so today's prop will focus on Saturday afternoon's game Number one, Alabama. Number 14, Miami. What will be the number for Bryce Young total touchdowns plus De'Ara King total touchdowns? To enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. Must be following both accounts to win. The winner gets a $150 Alabama championship ticket courtesy of PropSwap. That's Alabama to win $150. Free ticket if you just guess how many... Total touchdowns for Bryce Young and De'Ara King. Harry, give us your guess so people know to stay away from that number. We were both born in July. Let's make it seven. Oh, wow. How the, How do you know that? What is what? 
They were both. And you were both. Oh, you and I. Okay, I thought you. I thought you. I thought you knew Bryce Young and De'Ara King. Nothing to do about anything that would make sense. Yeah, right. All right. No, I. I thought he said. All right. Seven's a good number. That's good enough. I would. I would have said seven too. All right. We're all in on seven. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Yes, we did college football. I urge everyone to go back and listen to our college football podcast. If we can get a date on that, we'll find it. It's in the archives. We've done a lot of great stuff here. Uh, we gave out conference winners. We gave out over-under picks. But we're going to refresh by giving our best conference winner value-wise. Um, so we're not hitting them all. We're just going to go real quick on one of them. Again, I urge you to go back and listen to our full hour-and-a-half breakdown of college football. Miami. Yes, we talked about the Eric King just now. Probably going to lose this week against Alabama, but I like him to win the ACC Coastal. The Coastal side. I think it's plus 125. Is that what it is? Eight and three last year, 19 returning starters. All five offensive linemen parlay, kid. And you and Brother Bry were saying, ah, these running backs are kind of interchangeable. You could lose a couple running backs. You put them back in. You know, put new guys in. And you know what helps if you have all five offensive linemen back? And you scored 34 points a game last year. I think they lose, well, I know they lose Gregory Rousseau, who opted out anyway last year. He's a Buffalo Bill. De'Eric King, we talked about, coming off the torn ACL, but 109 touchdown passes for the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, they're at UNC. That's the biggest game. Uh, UNC, I don't think is going to be as good. People disagree with me. And at Florida State, it's going to be a tough schedule for both teams, all three of those teams. But I like Miami getting the plus money to win the ACC Coastal. Take it away, Harry. Look, I am, like from like you said, a month ago when we did the show, I was all in on Iowa State, and I still mm. am, plus 250 for the Big 12, and I'm even 30 to 1 for the national championship. I'm all in on that, too. Cyclones, one of the most sought-after head coaches, not just in college, but in all of football, and Matt Campbell. Um, Parlay Kid, I believe, mentioned that he thinks this is going to be his last year, uh, at Iowa State, as he's going to be probably going to the pros, and it's been a couple of years now the pros have been calling him, but he stayed at Iowa State. He's built this team. Uh, this team is loaded. Uh, they beat Oklahoma in the regular season last year. Probably should have beat him in the Big 12 championship. Um, senior quarterback Brock Purdy returns, 71 total touchdowns. Running back Brees Hall has had almost 1,600 yards last season. He led the nation. They have their top wide receiver, senior Xavier Hutchinson back. Uh, and also on defense, their leading tackler, Mike Rose, returns. He led the team, in, like I said, in tackles, and he had five picks. For the Big 12 championship, it's going to be a two-team race between Oklahoma and Iowa State. The last five games, they're not afraid of uh, the Sooners. Last five games versus Oklahoma, Cyclones are averaging 33 points a game. The last two games in Norman, who they do play uh, the, the Sooners in Norman this year, they're 1-1 one and, one and scored 38-41 and 41 in those games. <laughs> and at the time, Oklahoma was ranked number three and number nine. I'm all in on Iowa State this year. I get it. I get and that's it. that's that. That is that. I mean, that this is, is one of those things. Cyclones, that, baby. The Damashek and... Screw uh, Damashek, by the Damashek way. He, he, he doesn't Harrison. even know college. He might know NFL. He doesn't know college for shit. He knows his Pitt Panthers. Wow, spaghetti. What, what do you think about this Harry pick? I mean, it was interesting. Harry does do his homework with Hench Iowa was State. all over it, too, a little bit, too, and I he doesn't like know college I feel like they think either. Iowa State is expected to win six games or something. That's They're the acting case. like I, I picked Iowa State, and they're like uh, picked eighth for the Big 12 or something. They're, they're, right. they're, the, they're the seventh best team, according to FanDuel, on odds for the national championship. All right, so you got... You go Go to Baylor. You go uh, Texas. I'm trying. Texas to has Ellinger's Texas out. Sarkeesian's the head coach. Yeah. Forget Texas. 
Okay. There you go. And then there's Oklahoma November 20th. That's uh, the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what it is. All right, so that'll be fun. So you go. So we don't have to hear from you the whole rest of the podcast because you're taking <laughs> Iowa State for every single thing Everything. we go over here. Uh, all right, Brother Brian, what do you like? What was your best value uh, division uh, winner or well, conference I'm winner? Wise? I'm battling you. Um, I'm, going, uh, yeah. you I'm going UNC. I, I like the value. I'm going UNC to win. The ACC at 10 the to 1. Whole ACC. Yeah, the whole 10 ACC. Yeah, The whole ACC at 10 to 1. I, I think Mikey mm. Meatballs, I think, in our pick, uh, in our pool last night, I think he took this. I believe he so. Did. But their schedule is soft. I mean, Friday night, this probably their toughest test um, at Virginia Tech until they get that Miami game at home. Look, you know, we know how good Howell is. He might be the best quarterback in college football. Even with the, the losses they had on offense last year, they, they've had – top recruiting classes the last couple of years. They have a ton of talent at wide receiver. They're going to put up a lot of points, but then defensively they're going to improve this year. I, and I, it's funny to say I kind of trust Mac Brown. I, I do think he's he is a good coach. And th this is more, I think this more this bet is more about them winning the Coastal. I, I think, you know, when they play Clemson in the ACC championship, I think this is more like a plus 250 type of game that you're looking at for, Interesting. for UNC there. And while Clemson should be the top of this conference forever, I, I'm not I'm not 100% sold on them this year. You know, just a lot of change wow. from last. Just a lot of change from them last year. I I don't necessarily know if this is you know an undefeated type conference right. season for them. Even though Yungalele is very good, I just I don't I don't know. Um, and I should say, poor Harry. Like just so much abuse between. Iowa State and the Vikings. Oh man! Well, I know. Damn I mean, guys, it uh, and, and, but it's nice because now we have we have all these teams to root against now, right? <laughs> Iowa State, Minnesota, root for the uh, Panthers against the Jets because of Harry's biases here. Uh, Parley Kid, you're already off to a roaring start. San Jose State. Although, wait, was that a Mountain West game uh, last week? It what? No, it wasn't. No, that wasn't. Mountain no, West okay, game. Right. But you uh, like them to win the West uh, yeah. to cover in their game one, which they did. So yep. I'm going to be sticking with this Mountain West West division. Uh, and I do like Brother Bry and Harry. I think actually in our previous pods, I've picked uh, UNC at 10 to 1 as well. And Iowa State, as Harry did. I, I'm, I'm on the Iowa State bandwagon too this year, like Harry. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to stick with Sorry the Mountain West that. West division winner, yeah. San Jose State at plus 300 to win this division. Uh, they were the uh, Mountain West. Uh, Division winner last year, mm -hmm. uh, they returned 19 starters uh, on this team. Somehow they're not the favorite. Nevada is the favorite in this uh, conference uh, to win it, in this division to win it. Uh, they do have to play at Nevada this year, uh, but they did beat them by 10 last year. Uh, again, 19 starters returning. Like you said before, Sal, one of the things that people tend to overlook, they basically have their whole offensive line and defensive line starting. Huge. Uh, they averaged uh, almost 30 points a game last year and gave up less than 20 points a game. And all these starters are returning. You got to love it. Nick Starkle is a very good quarterback, uh, at least the second best in this division. Nevada does have a very good quarterback uh, as well. But uh, this team is talented enough to be in the top 25 throughout the season. Big matchup, uh, a telling matchup uh, this week at USC. Obviously, we'll have nothing to do with the division. But right. we'll see where San Jose State is really at uh, with these big-time football programs. So let's take them at plus 300. They're a very good team. All right. uh, I like the fact that uh, those are good odds for a team that won this last year. 
Like All right, they're, they're good. let's go to NCAA title winner. Yes, this is for all the marbles. Now, we don't have to listen to Harry because he just did a seven-minute dissertation on Iowa State. He's taking them for everything, right? You have anything to add, Harry? I'll give you 10 seconds to add anything. I mean, yeah, how are also, they win the if, title, if you, actually win you, the title? You look at the second half of the season last year as well, they only gave up more than 21 points like once. So Perfect. throwing that about the defense. I was going to say, how, how did you skip that? Before, yeah. okay. Well, you got to that. Uh, Brian, I think you're wrong. I like Clemson 4-1. to one. Uh, you know, I, I I like their quarterback for Heisman, Uiangalele. Uiangalele, let's say it. The first two syllables are fun to say. It's like you're going down a slide. Ooh-wee! And then it's Angalele. That, that's how it kind of uh, is spelled out there. So 429 <laughs> against Notre Dame. Eddie Spaghetti remembers that. Comeback win against BC. This guy's the real deal. He's 6'5", 250. Defensively, they're going to be stellar. Nine of their top 12 tacklers from last year are back. There's talk about it rivaling that 2018 defense where they had Cleveland Farrell and Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence. Austin Bryan was on that team. You have James Skalski is back. They got Balen Specter. Um, led the team in 65 tackles for losses. Uh, that, that's insane. Um, Dabo, a little butthurt about the way the season ended up last year. I think they get to the playoffs. They'll be about 3-1 to one once they get yeah. to the playoffs and roll through this conference. And that's why I think 4-1, to one, they'd probably be like plus 250 if they make the final four there. 4-1, to one, take yeah. them now. Not a lot of uh, bad stuff on their schedule. I think they get through there. We went with Harry. Now, you guys are taking big swings here. Parley, kid, LSU, national chip. This is not 2009. What are you doing here? 50-1. Right. to one. So on a side note, uh, you could take Clemson to win the national championship and go undefeated at plus 440. I was looking at that, uh, yeah. Something to also think about um, if you like them to, you know, gives them an opportunity, I guess, during the regular season to slip up once and still win. But I don't even know if they slipped, right, right. If they slipped up once, if they would make the uh, – Yeah, you're right. They still could. but You get the extra, but probably not. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you get a little extra. Yeah, Sal, look, I love the long shot LSU Tigers here at 50-1 to one to compete and win the national championship there. Mm. Basically a, a season removed from being one of the best teams ever. Uh, they still have a, elite talent at the skill positions. They had number three recruiting class coming in the country. Max Johnson, son of Brad Johnson, uh, was oh. very good in his, uh, the final t- uh, two games last year, throwing for over 400 yards in his last one. And also defeating Florida, who was ranked number five at the time last year, uh, in a start as well. So this kid has what it takes. Coach O is on uh, record as saying he's a championship-level quarterback. If they get championship-level quarterback play for Max Johnson, they're going to be in the hunt uh, for this national title. I really think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I know our pal Kurt uh, Herbstreet likes them to surprise some people this year as well. Um, and I re- always respect what he says. So let's take the Tigers. It's a it's a long shot, but fifty to one. I really do like those odds. All right, uh, for a team that is, you know, they got re- they, you know they have talent on that roster, tons of it. So let's roll with it. I do. I, I, I wish it was talent on the defensive side. Right. I, mean, I don't know how many times I had them last year, and they were giving up. Uh, More than a new defensive coordinator, I think it's right. going to help them. Bo Pelini is out. Um, All right, which Joe he's Barrow never been good. Back wherever he's been. So I think that's going to help. But I think they do have talent. It's just a matter of, uh, on the defensive side, it's a matter of getting uh, the right coaching and uh, schemes. Bri, you're taking a long shot as well. Yeah, I, I like um, I like Texas A&M at 40-1. to 1. I think those odds are 
pretty great for them. Although, look, I'll be honest. I mean, we probably we say this every year with like Alabama at the beginning of the year. We probably should jump on them because just talent level. And I think Bryce Young is going to be awesome for them. So uh, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't bet Alabama here, but Texas a and at 40 to one. I think I had discussed this previously. Um, but look, they come into the season ranked six in the AP poll. They may have the best defense in the country this season. They bring back nine starters, and, you know, that team finished fifth last year. Offensively, they bring back uh, Spiller, who was really good. They bring back that really good tight end that they have, um, who's one of the best in the country. They have a chance. You know, th- this is the thing. With Kellen Mond, I always felt like I always felt like Kellen Mond should have been way better than he was. I mean, obviously, he was still very good for them and, and did mm. a lot for them and won a lot of games, but... I. I always felt he should have been more dynamic. Sometimes he was hesitant to run the ball. But this new kid, Haynes King, that they have coming in is much more of a dual threat. He's supposed to kind of be a freak uh, a freak of an athlete. Um, they do get Bama at home, though, in week six, uh, which I think they'll probably both be undefeated going into that game. So um, just at 40 to 1, I mean, similar to Parley Kid with it's LSU. It's a good number. I just, it, yeah, it's a good number for a top. You know, look, we always say it's probably the same three or four teams, but Texas A&M could definitely... You know, a, a guy like uh, Jimbo Fisher could definitely sneak in there w- one of these seasons. Right. All right, 40 to 1, LSU 50 to 1. Harry, what's Iowa State? 30 to 1. Okay, and mine's the only one that has a chance. Clemson 4 to 1, so jump on that one. Now, we'll, we'll go over Thursday winners. Um, we're going to do a podcast Wednesday night. We'll hit the weekend games, but here's a little taste for you just for the Thursday games. Minnesota, I'm checking this line now because it's bouncing around, but it is still 14 and a half. The Golden Gophers catching more than two touchdowns against Ohio State. Um, you know, Ryan Day's defense has got to mix it up a little bit. They had four big starters gone to the pros. C.J. Stroud, quarterback, opening day, may have some butterflies. They don't need to beat this team by 17, and it's not a great spot for Ryan Day's team. When they're a favorite of 10 to 16 points, they are 11 and three, sure, five and nine only against the spread. And then you look at Minnesota, PJ Fleck on the other side, big underdog coaching career, two and 13 wins, losses, but against the spread, 10 and five. That's as an underdog or 10 or more. Harry loves the Gophers running back, Muhammad Abraham. He bet on him a lot. I think you had him for Heisman, Harry, but he had uh, 200 or more yards in seven games last year. He's back. Tanner Morgan, quarterback, is back at 30 touchdowns in 2019. OSU could be looking ahead, their home opener on the 11th against Oregon. Again, uh, history shows that they just beat the crap out of all these Big Ten teams. It doesn't really matter. This is kind of a big game. Um, And I don't think, uh, I think they win like 30 to 20, but that doesn't cover the 14 and a half. Give me the Gophers. Harry, you're taking an over-under. Yeah, I'm going to take the Boise State Central Florida game over 68 and a half. This should be a fun one to watch from the bounce house in Orlando. UCF's quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the country, had 32 touchdowns, just four picks last year. Passes all over the place. He had a game for 600. He had four games for 400 yards last year. Seven times UCF scored 38 or more last season. Boise's quarterback and leading receiver return in five of seven games last year. Um, 
the Broncos opponents or themselves. Somebody scored at least 40 in the game. Love this game uh, over 68 and a half. Hopefully I do a little better than that Hawaii-UCLA uh, game that it was also I had over 68 and a half last week, which was crap because Hawaii should have scored a lot more and did Yeah, how do you not mention that as a bad beat? How many did – wasn't there like uh, uh, 38 uh, 20, points in the first 20, quarter or something? 24-3 right at the end of the first. 24-3 at the end of the first. Couldn't get over I, I, I apologize. I told I, – I probably jinxed Harry, and I'm sure he's pissed about it i was like I, I said ucla looks like they could put up 80 and then yeah that, that no, was harry, no, that's no more right. scoring harry but brian <laughs> before halftime i gotta I, I mean i know you're watching i was actually on a plane at the time again but uh hawaii with like four minutes to go till half had fourth and four from the 50 and they punt but then they get the ball back and they go down right before halftime they have first <laughs> and goal from the one they get a penalty turns out to be fourth and goal from the 11 they don't kick the field goal and even get points. They Mike, go for Mike it and don't make it. Play the music. Well, play the music. We're not. I guess we're not done. <laughs> I mean, what was that? Take the points. <laughs> After you get the penalty, you got to kick the field goal, you dummies. Well, they were down like thirty points. Yeah, they wanted. It would, no, it would have been. It would have been twenty-four. To, it would have been six. thirty-one that's, to six. That's like when a team <laughs> is great. down fifty to nothing and they kick the field but goal just to get, see they score. You got the, the penalty. The you kick the field goal. You get the penalty. You kick the field. goal. Babyface, what's going on here? Like we awoken the demon here. And then they don't score. He's, you know. like, he's like Rain Man. We, you ask him where the task cam is or the link, he has no idea. But <laughs> just the m- most mundane, specific thing. Yeah, like coaches like, don't remember this. They be. can't recall like what the Dumb. situation's like, uh, like Harry does. He is. It, it's like when you ask like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning to recall right. plays and they just know exactly. See, you have a future, Harry. Years ago. Like yeah. Peyton Manning and Tom the, Brady. The under Harry in that game was like under by like 15 points, too. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Parley Kid, you're doing uh, you're doing an over-under here. I mean, it's not like baseball where uh, you can go to overtime. Well, obviously, you can score a lot of points in overtime in football. What am I talking about? East Carolina, App State. Yeah, we've lost we've lost over unders yeah. <laughs> in overtime, right? So uh, overs, sure. I should say, we've lost or unders, I should say, uh, one or the other. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Appalachian State, East Carolina, over in this game. It's uh, the total is 57 and a half. Both teams averaged over 30 points per game last year, and East Carolina had one of the worst defenses in the country, uh, giving up over 35 points uh, per game. App State always puts, uh, even though they're more of a running offense. They always put tons of points up on the board, uh, as mm. does – and East Carolina's got all their skill guys back. They'll put some points up, too, even against a pretty good app uh, state defense. So take the over 57.5 points. Uh, let's right. start off 2-0 and in our college football picks this year. There you go. Brian, what are you doing? You taking this Friday game? No. I'm gonna, okay. I, I, I said that originally. I, I, I screwed up on the dates there. But, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go the uh, – this is – this goes against kind of what you had, Sal, but I'm going to go the over 64 and a half in the Ohio State Minnesota oh. game. I just right. feel like this is, I mean, Minnesota, especially early on in the season last year, they were just god awful defensively. Uh, they were definitely one of the worst teams defensively in the Big Ten. I think they got a little bit better later on in the year. But to your point, Ohio State in these type of games, you know, Ryan Day will have no problem putting up. You know, he'll have no problem putting up upper 40s, low 50s. In this you country. don't know Ryan Day. You have no idea. <laughs> well, I went to school with him. He, he high, high school. Um, <laughs> this isn't um, even a real team. It's like Gonzaga <laughs> and Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> um, but I have no, I have no problem uh, thinking that they're going to put up, up uh, like I said, they're going to put up 50. 
Minnesota, I think, wow. is good. En- I think Minnesota is good enough um, offense. Yeah, Ohio State still has a ton of weapons, regardless of C.J. Stroud, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously, you know, a top recruit, recruit coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have so many good re- quarterbacks on that roster. I could only think he's got to be really good to be starting. Um, and, yeah, and I think Minnesota's offense is good enough with Morgan and Ibrahim to to put up a couple of points here. So I think right. 64 and a half. Yeah, I could see this being, you know, uh, 40, you know, 48, 49 to like 24. No, oh, I don't like that. Oh, my God. Wow. You've been way, way over. That's a lot Good on the Lord. road for a fr- freshman yeah, quarterback. Yeah, why not? Why not? All right. Lots of college football. Like I said, we'll be back Thursday to talk about the weekend games. Maybe we'll refresh your guys' memory on our Heisman picks that we gave last month. But again, go back. Listen to our college football spectacular. We broke it down about a month ago. Go to the archives against all odds. It's right there for you. And I just want to remind you, one of the things I love, I love about betting, my favorite sports, is finding new player props or game props. Parley Kids, sir, what did you do? I said, I like Clemson. You're like, oh, whoa, you can get Clemson to go on the field. It's like, really? Fandle's just popping them up. Five, ten an hour. That's what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook. Combine props with other bets from same game to score and get an even bigger payout. This one's called the Same Game Parlay. You can find them only on FanDuel. Yes, one of the many reasons I like betting on FanDuel. Easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit. You got live betting. You have, my friends love doing it. It's America's number one sports book. You have fast withdrawals when you win. They pay your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Odds boost, specials, every day, super boosts each weekend. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to create a same game parlay and use promo code against all odds at sign up. New users get their first bet risk-free up to $1,000. And FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. That's promo code against all odds so they know we sent you. Yes, FanDuel.com slash against all odds. Do it for these FedEx Cup. Yes, this is it. We bet a lot of golf this year, guys. I'm very proud of uh, our, our golf mm-hmm. record. And when I say our, I mean the parlay kit. He's the only one who really wins. Um, <laughs> although you didn't win last week, parlay kit. I'm sorry. I had to go head-to-head with you. I like Cantlay. I only had him Sunday morning at plus 170 going in. But, oh, my God. Are we going to see better golf than that? A two men going back and forth, just these two guys? Not at all, Sal. I, I gave Bryson out on the pod last week. Yeah. So disappointed in that. But I think you hedged time, a little. You got some back, right? A yeah. No, you're right. I, I did at the end and uh, towards the end of that uh, Sunday. But at the same time, it was hard for me to really be disappointed in Bryson. I mean, he had a mm-hmm. couple chances to put it away. Right. But uh, Cantley, uh, I thought, was uh, historic uh, in terms of his yeah. putting. And so tip of the cap to him. Um, I think he won it rather than Bryson lost it. Uh, and monster, monster putts from like six to oh, save par to save bogey from 16 feet. Like it's insanity. And the pressure, I know. And I know people don't like Bryson. I, I like the guy. I know um, you do. We got to get you And you got to remember, and, and here's the thing is, two or three years ago, people wanted Cantlay off the tour. He was such a slow player. Right. That's yeah. when I started to get into golf is people uh, despised him. He was like the most hated guy. <laughs> On the on right. the golf course because he plays so slowly. I don't know, Harry. Has he picked up the speed of his game? I don't hear the complaints about it there's, as much. There's anymore. no complaints anymore. So it's 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 and plus he's just 
over the last three years, he just blossomed in like maybe the one right. Of the top so it's hard to world. when a guy's that good. Hard to judge. Everyone's focused right. their hatred on Bryson right now, but the, for this, uh, so there's a handicap going into this FedEx tournament. This is the big one, depending on how well you did in the, all the tournaments leading up to it, all the uh, FedEx sponsor tournaments or qualifiers. Patrick Cantlay starts off at 10 under. Finau minus eight. DeChambeau minus seven. Rom minus six. Cameron Smith five. Justin, I'm not going to read all of them. But all that said, John Rom still favored to win at plus 380. Uh, he and Cantley are actually both, both plus 380. Bryson five to one. I'm going Tony Finau plus 650 to take this thing down. Starts off two strokes off the lead, uh, 10 to 81. The Northern Trust, I think you had him, right, Parlay Kid, a couple weeks ago? That's great. I did. Um, 16 I did too. under. Oh, you did, Harry? All right. Yeah. 16. We yes. want to focus on the Parlay Kid here. I don't want you to ruin things here. <laughs> 16 under in that last tournament. All right, everybody was 16 under, but nine under in that final round. I think he steps up. I like him, but plus 650 with only two strokes off the lead. I think that's a good number. Tony Finau. Go ahead, Harry. You go. You're taking the favorite here. Oh, you forget I had Fino at fifty to one. Jeez, but yeah, I'm gonna take uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna take Ram at uh, like you said, plus three eighty. Uh, he's starting four back of Cantlay. Uh, look, uh, he's always at the top of the leaderboard every single week, especially down the stretch of the season. Uh, he's currently ranked number one in the world at just twenty six years old in two thousand twenty. He tied for second at East Lake here uh, with three rounds of sixty six or better in two thousand eighteen. Three rounds of sixty eight or better. Cantlay, like we just mentioned, guys, was amazing last week, but. Can't see, can't lay, continuing oh, on this Jesus. pace from last week. Uh, Finau, I, he got his, like you said, got his win two weeks ago. I think the pressure will do him in, as it usually kind of does. Uh, for, uh is first in birdie average. He's first in scoring. He's second in greens and regulation. And in 2020, he's played in 17 tournaments so far in this year. 17 tournaments, 12 top tens, only one missed cut, and... He won his first major and probably should and definitely would have won at the Memorial if he didn't get COVID. His last six tournaments at the PGA, eighth. That could have had, and, and like I said, the COVID situation at the Memorial in Columbus. All right, these guys then are he all won good. the U.S. Open. That, that's why third at British, yeah. third at Northern okay. Trust, and ninth last week. He's all in right. the top ten all the time. There you go. All right. Let's get through this rather quickly because I do have a fun exercise if, uh, if we have time for it real quick. Uh, Brother Brian, you like DJ 22 to 1. He starts yeah. off at a big, uh, big yeah, disadvantage. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I think maybe the gaps in this FedEx is a little too big. Um, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. In terms of just watch from a watchability competitive side. But I do like DJ. Um, I know he's down seven strokes here. Um, he's, you know, he played really well last, last week shooting a 20 under. He's been top 10 three of his last five tournaments. You know, he's the type of guy that could just go on a run and have a crazy, you know, crazy type number. I don't know how many mm. guys could, you could say who are mm. that far back. You know, maybe DJ, maybe Kepka could could go on some crazy runs. Um, right. But at those odds at 22 to 1, I like it. All right. But, but Sal, by the way, Brian, just real quick, on FanDuel, you can bet. There's betting without Cantlay, Bryson, or Rom. You can get Dustin Johnson at 10 to 1. That's pretty good. Oh, wow. That is yeah. good. See, I like that. Always popping rather take, up. Rather take that. Now, Parley Kid, you feel yeah. like you owe Morikawa. I mean, he's he's made you big money this year, but he's yes. kind of he's he's behind. So you found a little little weird way to get inside of this disadvantage you uh, he's at. Um, how many yes. strokes behind is it? And tell us why it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter how many strokes behind because I'm just taking him to have the uh, best overall score without the handicap. Mm. Here uh, for this tournament at eighteen to one, mm. uh, I t I typically like to fade Harry after Harry picks a player one oh. week and t plays terribly. 
Uh, I'd like to come back with that player uh, and win with him. And Morikawa has been very good to me for basically two two years now yeah. of playing winning golf. He he was he was very poor this past weekend, um, but very rarely does he ever play back to back bad tournaments. Right. So uh, I'm rolling the dice that he gets himself together at 18 to one to uh, have the best score. He might not win this whole thing, but to have the best four day score. I, I I like it. I like. It. I'll take him. Be fun every day in the week, and right. in, in, in a short mm-hmm. uh, group That's like this one. at eighteen to one. Like those odds. That is good, and I like that this is wrapping up like right before uh, pro football. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Now, but Parley Kid, let me ask you: Do you have three more minutes? I'm, yes. I'll, I'll make it worth your while. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna give one of you guys a hundred dollars in free bets. Okay. And here's the only rules. You got to maintain eye contact with me because I don't want anyone cheating, going on any sites or anything. All right, Harry, I'm talking to you right now. Harry, could you ever do your best to, yeah, (laughs) see, he's putting sunglasses on. What? Now, there's 30 players in this FedEx field. We're going to do it sports genius style. I want to go one by one until you guys screw up, right? How many name, how many we can name? Harry, you'll name one. Bri, you'll name one. Darren, you'll name one. Then we'll go back to Harry. And, you know, we'll keep going until one of you is out or two of you is out. All right, Harry, start us off. Go ahead. Eric Van Royen. See, why would you take the the tougher one? But, okay, he is a a member. Bri? DJ. DJ, all right. Johnson, okay, I'll cross him off. Darren? Bryson. Bryson, there you go. All right, Harry? Finau, who will choke. Finau, very good. Bri, Bri, you're looking down. I don't know. Oh, no, sorry. one of the two rules. There's two rules. (laughs) Kefka. Kapka, okay. Darren? Uh, JT, uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. All right, Harry? How about Stuart Sink? Harry, you're looking elsewhere also, I've noticed. No, I'm not. Okay. Bri, go ahead. I know them all. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we can never tell where Harry's looking, but... Um, <laughs> also, uh, Bur- As of 2005, that was the case. <laughs> go Burn, uh, Burns. Burns, all right, Sam Burns. Mm-hmm. Okay, go nice. ahead. Darren? Morikawa. Morikawa, yep. Rory? Rory is yes, that's uh, obviously all right. Bry, um, I forget if I repeat somebody's name, is that a loss? That's out. You're, You're out. out. You're out. Um, Harris English. Mm. Harris English was not mentioned. You keep it going, parlay kid. Uh, Co-crack. Yes. Co-crack. Good job. Yeah. All right, Harry. Scumbag Sergio. Serge Garcia just made it. Yep. Bry. Uh. Five seconds. Oh, fuck. There's a lot of big names still. <laughs> we, we said Rom? We said Rom? We did yet? not say Rom. Okay. Oh, there you go. That, that, I wasn't sure if we... Parley Kid. Uh, oh, my God. You're going to kick yourself, Parley Kid. Is a, I know. I, I know I'm going to kick myself. It's hard. I know it's hard. I wouldn't be able to do this. It's hard to remember uh, who was taking Five seconds is the, is the thing. Well, especially I had Rom. I'm going to probably have to bow out here because I'm not going to, I don't have anybody else in my mind. And it's going to be so easy. It's, it's. Yeah, All right. We got to buzz you here. Harry, yeah, we're down to two. Harry. At number 29 on that list is Billy Horschel. He did just make yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Bri? Fuck Harry. Uh, not that I knew that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who do you hate in golf, Brian? Who do you hate in <laughs> I golf? I mean, this is just insane. Who do you hate in golf, Brian? One of them's not mentioned. Well, Who's the guy hate, you hate? Well, I hate everybody in golf. <laughs> Five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Four. Who oh, cheats, no. Brian? Who cheats? That's it. Oh, Sorry. Sure. 
That's you it. Harry wins. didn't mention answer, right? Um, yeah, so many guys like that. I'll, how about the, how about the with... number one? How about Patrick Cantley? No one said uh, yeah. Cantley. We didn't <laughs> mention Cantley. We didn't say Cantley. No. Well, so, Pat, see, that's Brian, Cantley. Patrick, Harry Patrick screwed Reed, that up because he started yeah, the beginning yeah, with Patrick. these. You, you know, See, I'm smart, Darren. Right. I'm smart that and way. And Rui, he took, the, took the wild. All right, here's who you guys missed. Smart, Let me go through them real quick. Yeah. Corey like Connors. Cantley, Corey Connors. Cantley, Cam Smith, uh, Xander Schauffele, Jordan oh Spieth. Oh, my gosh. Jordan Spieth. Oh, my gosh. Uh, answer, you just, said, you just said answer. Hovland, Ustazen, Nah, uh, Connors, Neiman, Berger, Matsuyama, Wait, Scheffler, it, it, it and M. Who's that? Yeah, M's there. M, I just mentioned him yeah, and, and Patrick Reed. All right, that was yeah. fun. No, that Harry was... gets $100. That, that part is not fun. Cha-ching. There you go. Nice Put job, Harry. Account. That money will be gone in eight seconds on oh, yeah. Korean baseball or something. All right, fellas. I know we got to go. We'll be back Thursday, yes? Uh, he's going to put it all on Kirk Cousins. Joel, real quick, good point, bad point? Uh, for good point, got to go Brother Bry, Ohio State. My God, they put up. You know, 50 points in their sleep last season. I, I like that, especially I know, I know. week one. Against and, scrubs. Well, uh, and bad point. I, I got to think the whole NFL regretting now, letting Mac Jones fall to the Patriots. Um, oh, man. Crazy. This yep. is going to so, suck. No this one, is going to suck. They all could have blocked them. No one blocked them. Kind of <laughs> like how the Eagles traded up for Devontae Smith. No one, no one blocked the Patriots. But, well, we'll see. you know, hey, Cam Newton, I hope he gets another shot, and hopefully it's Visor. Saw <laughs> <laughs> so that on one go, on Twitter, Joel. Joel. That's a good it. one. Yeah, go ahead, Joel. That's all one. yours. Take it. Uh, all right. We, we're not going to talk episode. about Ben DiNucci getting really. Come on, Ben DiNucci. Well, you're making making room for a cam, all I right. guess. DiNucci boy, had to go. Oh he had to go. <laughs> Uh, that's another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.